the Chair 2 Leaders Podcast with your hosts, Danny Smith and Ben South. If you lead from the second chair or you work with those who do, this is a place for you. We're glad you're here for conversations about the church, ministry, life, and how we can serve better for God's kingdom. Welcome back to another episode of Chair 2 Leaders. We're glad to have you listening in this week. I'm here with a good friend, Danny Smith, out in Western USA land of Wyoming. How are you, Danny? Hey, Ben, I'm good. Man, enjoying a good Wyoming winter wonderland. Uh, nice and snowy, which I love until, you know, when January 1st rolls around, I'm ready for spring. But, you know, it's lead up to Christmas. It's real nice. You know, we got a nice powdery snow and the ski lifts are open. I don't ski, but the people that do are loving it right now. And so uh, it's great. It's great. Now, you guys down in Arkansas, y'all been in like this rain pattern. Is that we right? Like had, rain and fog? Yes, we have had rain and tornadoes and all those fun things coming through oh, the south. It's, y'all get snow, we get tornadoes. Yeah, it's a trade-off maybe. So I like the snow. <laughs> I'll take the snow. <laughs> I take you know, some I had snow to shovel too. several times this week, but I need did the exercise anyway, so I can't complain too yep. much. Yep. Well, we're coming in toward the end of the calendar year. And it's one of those times we kind of always look back and see what we've done throughout the year. And I always like to just kind of think, so what are the things I've read? What have I done? What have I seen? What have I um, been interested in this year? And just kind of look back. So we, we're going to do our, I think we did this last year too, and this may become an annual routine where we do just a few of our favorite things uh episode I feel like the someone interview. should write a song about that so. it's it is in a song and oh, yeah. um, th- i think it was like oprah did these on one of her talk shows but we're not giving away like cars or anything it, yeah so, that's right that's right and become a meme of the you get one you get one all that everybody gets whatever it is everybody's getting one we're not yeah everything we say on this podcast we're not giving away we're just yeah. saying we like it. we'd like it well you should get one we're not going to give it one. to you you, you have to get it yourself. The old-fashioned way, right? You that's just right. go on Amazon and click buy. That's right. That's right. The old-fashioned way. <laughs> UPS will bring it right to your door. Absolutely. It might take so. a few extra days, but who knows? Supply chains. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. Just go order it. That's right. Well, Danny, do you know what one of my favorite things is? Our sponsor for Cheer 2 Leaders, Central Baptist College. Why don't you tell them yeah. about that? You know, I, I'm a big fan of CBC as well. Central Baptist College in Conway, Arkansas is a great friend of the podcast. They are an institution where you can get some good Christ-centered uh, collegiate academic ex- education, hence the name college. And if you go to cbc.edu, you can find out all kinds of information about financial aid, uh, courses of study, uh, different degree programs. One of the really neat things they do at CBC is what's called the PACE program, where you maybe started a degree or, or maybe, you know, graduated high school years ago, never did quite go back to school. The PACE program will help you complete uh, your education, I believe, without having to move. And so all that information is right there at cbc.edu. Go online, connect with an admissions counselor, um, create a path to getting your degree and find a way to really uh, learn how to uh, uh, take the disciplines of of what you learn and put Christ with it and uh, serve the world around you. So we're we're thankful for CBC. That's right. Check them out at cbc.edu. Go do it today. Pause the podcast. Go check them out. And then come back and finish listening. You can absolutely, absolutely. Right. You, you know, you got to come back though because we got favorite things to talk about. So Dan, right. I'm going to throw it your way first. All right. All right. I'm going to start kind of lighthearted. All now, right. You and I are not real music people, although you're quite the talented singer. 
Is there any music or podcast? I'll just lump those two things together because I, I know my age and I know that I tend to listen more podcasts than music. But, I, I, you know, since things like Spotify and stuff like that, what were some of your favorite uh, podcasts, perhaps maybe musicians that you listened to this year, maybe a, a particular song or or maybe there was a particular uh, podcast that stood out to you? Anything that's just right off the top of your head? Well, yes and no. I mean, nothing really just like, oh, I've got to listen to that podcast over and over and over. Besides Cheer Two Leaders. I love that one. Uh, that's a great one. It's on my playlist every week. Ah, um, that's my favorite, too. That's amazing. Do you always listen? Not always on the day it comes out, but I do listen <laughs> to our podcast. Well, and I take the, I got I got to put a caveat with that. I don't like to hear myself on any type of recording so regardless of podcast or even sermons over the years i just don't listen to them and i had a guy a couple of about a year ago he called me said hey i'm cleaning out some stuff it's from a church i pastored uh, down in your area being he's like man i i've got a case of your cds so we're dating ourselves there got a case of your <laughs> cds here and he's like would you want them and i was like i don't want those and, no, and no, I just don't. could not bear the thought of listening to myself so to be fair, I don't listen to myself. Um, usually when we have a guest, that's when a lot of times I'll go back and listen to that podcast. Yeah. So, so I don't know if I'm giving the right information there. Okay. So the question you asked, my favorite podcast, new podcast, one of the favorite ones I've um, started listening to is a new one that came out. They've only got like five or six episodes out at, when we recorded this from Nine Marks Ministry uh, Missions Talk. They've talked with some different missionaries and some different strategies for missions. And it's really interesting. It's kind of a sister podcast, I guess, maybe brother. I don't know. Brother, it's a sibling podcast to their pastor's talk with a missions focus. And I've, I've enjoyed listening to it. I've gotten more this year where I listened to a couple that are uh, in Baptist world and dealing with a lot of the Baptist issues, especially since, uh, you know, we're in the Southern Baptist connection, our connection ministry there. And there's been a lot of issues that have gone on in the convention this last year. So I've started listening to some of those more regularly just to kind of keep up with what is going on. And I, not too long ago, I added a uh, fountain pen podcast. I'm really a nerd on that. So I haven't listened to a lot of it, but uh, that one, and I've, I've also this year, this may be one of my other things later, but I've gotten to where I listen to Alistair Begg a lot more than I had probably got introduced to him more this year and kind of become a, a fan and followed him more and listened to his Truth for Life podcast regularly. So that's where I have landed this year. What about you, Danny? Yeah, you know, I I love Alistair Begg. I'm kind of like you. I think I'm a little bit of a, a late, uh, late bloomer to uh, Alistair, but um, yeah, his his. Uh, sermons and podcasts this year. I, I did listen to that a few times. You know, for me, a couple of things that stood out, I really started and I listened to a podcast called The Bible Project. Um, I listened to it quite a bit. And what they did this year is they started walking through and they call it movements of scripture. Um, so they sort of would break Genesis down and sort of the movements of scripture. And, you know, what I loved about it was a couple of things. One, it was just insightful. You know, every podcast I literally left going, huh, I never noticed those connections in those 11, 12, 14, 15 chapters of that book. You know, some things that you can really, as you develop sermons and lessons and stuff like that, very practical, just a lot of insightful things. 
Um, you know, the other thing that I always let the Bible Project uh, podcast feeling like I had been challenged to kind of think through also uh, some things either I wasn't familiar with or just some ideas that maybe uh, maybe at surface level that that I would say I don't necessarily hold that position. But in that presentation, uh, it, it at least made some more sense. Um, so the Bible Project podcast was was really, really good. I love that. Um, you know, Ben, you know, you and I over the years have been sort of uh, political junkies. We've talked about, you know, politics and stuff like that. Uh, and so there's another podcast that is called Breaking Points, and it's got a guy named, uh, it's, it's, oh, I can't say his first name. He's a Indian-American. Sagar is his last name. Her name is Crystal. So they call themselves Crystal and Sagar. And She's more liberal. He is on the conservative spectrum, but they just call it both ways. And so that was a really refreshing podcast. Um, it's not like uh, fringe news. It's not fringe on either side. Um, but basically they said, hey, listen, uh, here's a way to present media in maybe its you know, purest form, you know, actually commenting on things. So those were two that I would say. Uh, I listen to a lot. Now, you know, I'm a big Georgia Bulldog fan. So here's one thing I think podcasts can do. I know it's easy to say, oh, man, I listen to the Bible Project. I listen to Alistair Bag. I think you also need have some fun podcasts to listen to, some things that you can relax to. So for me, that was always related to some type of college football. And then, you know, I'm going to tell myself a little bit. Uh, I also like the Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend podcast. Um Buyer beware on that. Uh, you know, it, it's not going to be always uh, the most uh, Christian uh, podcast you'll listen to. But you know what? More times than not, those long form conversations will cover things about spirituality. It just, I don't know, for me, kind of gives me an insight on to maybe what people think about uh, life and, and, and things like that. So long answer to some of my favorite uh, music and podcasts so and things like that. So I looked up that one that's the left right one that you were talking about. It's like an hour, hour and twenty minutes per episode. It is. See, yeah. that's like yeah. a yeah, I scroll on by when I see them that long. I just don't have the attention span. I don't have a very long commute yeah. to work. And so it's like it take me a month and a half to get through one episode. Now they put out yeah. one a week. Yeah. I can't make it I can't do that. And I already have enough that I'm not listening to. And, and this and time of year, I'm not I'm not mowing the yard to catch up once a week. You know, so. <laughs> that's right. And you know, I think they do two or three a week. That's the thing, it's pretty amazing. Um, so yeah, it's definitely a lot longer. Uh, but you know, if you ever get a chance and, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty interesting. I, I found just some, some refreshing takes, you know, maybe what you talk about at the water cooler, like, man, I sure wish they would talk about this. That's kind of what I found with it. And, uh, so it, for it you good. with podcasts, what, I mean, is there a time limit? like, yeah, that's too long for me to listen to, or do you just pretty much, you know, now that? I'm like you, my commute's not that long. So what I will typically do is I will typically start first thing in the morning. So between taking kids to school, running errands and stuff like that. Um, again, I don't listen to music, so I just put that podcast on. And so it'll take me probably, you know, if it's a once a week podcast, I'll listen to it over the course of a couple of days, something like that. Um, if I go, man, I really want to hear what they're talking about on that. That's where I'll just maybe turn it on while I'm working and uh, do that. So so no specific times, but essentially like some people turn the radio on right when they get in the car. I just turn that podcast on and, and take off. So all right. 
Well, very cool. Yeah. Okay, well, let's kind of kind of stay in that media realm. Okay. This year, anybody that you have started following on social media that you think, hey, yeah, this is one of the better people I follow this year. Yeah. I'll tell you who mine is not a spiritual person, not a pastor. And I follow a lot of pastors and ministry leaders. But uh, there's a guy, and I'm trying to I'm trying to find him, so I say his name correctly. I think it's Josh Mancuso. He's a comedian. Okay. He's hilarious, but he's done a lot of videos recently with the SEC football teams and how they got their mascots. Oh, and, that's oh, fun. They are hilarious, and he's pretty clean overall. Um, I, so I was trying to find him. Um, so, but I'm gonna give him a little shout out here. Uh, but it's Josh Mancuso is his name. And that's his handle on Instagram. That's I started following him not too long ago. And he puts out a video a week, every week or so. And it's hilarious stuff. So that's a good follow. Yeah. I love good comedy. So I have to check that out. So, um, you know, for me, Ben, uh, I followed a guy named Ben South. And, uh, <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I've been following you in a long time. So yeah, two posts a month. That's right. I know. It's funny. Sometimes I think I'm going to post this and I go, well, somebody else has already said that better than me. You know, I, I'm kind of scrolling through and there's a guy named, uh, and I'm going to get his name wrong. It's Ari, A-R-I, Lamb, L-A-M-M. And he, he posts a lot of Hebrew threads. I'm not a Hebrew, I don't know Hebrew well enough to just open the Hebrew Bible and read it. But uh, every so often he'll post some threads on there that really brings the Hebrew language alive so you can understand it. Um, so that that's been one that's always interested uh, to me. Uh, another one that I've enjoyed following is um, it's funny. It's Mr. Rogers quotes. If you like just good inspirational Mr. Rogers, that was a, a lot of fun. And then, uh, yeah, just scrolling through. You know, one of the things I'm just a firm believer in being on social media is, is following a lot of people that maybe think outside of your um particular worldview. Uh, that's been helpful to kind of see again with the heartbeat. Oh, Carmen Imes. That's going to be the other one. Carmen Joy Imes, I-M-E-S. She's written extensively about the Old Testament as well. And that's been really good. You'll also find her on Bible projects sometimes. Um, so like she's in, she's in Israel right now. And so she's been putting some stuff out um, on her time there. And so really, really good, really insightful. And again, I'm like you, I like a lot of good comedy and and things like that. So, yeah. And, and here's the other thing. I'll just make this side note. You're talking about people who disagree with you just because they post something and you disagree doesn't mean you have to comment back. You can, 100%. Just, absorb, you can just absorb their point of view and move along. You, you don't it, have to engage in every one of them. That's exactly right. There, there's one particular one that I, that I follow and really he's infuriated. I mean, Every take is a bad take, but it's helpful because I tend to go read the comments on it and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, so here's what, I don't know. It was, it's just helpful to kind of see what people are thinking, how they're thinking and things like that. Um, yeah. It just kind of gives you a little bit of a pulse. I think about um, and, some and of that it, stuff. It gives you an insight into how other people are viewing it and the arguments they're making in Absolutely. support, even if you don't agree and you're never you going to agree with them, you can and, get some and insights. you know, you're right. I, I don't comment on that stuff. You know, I, um, I I'm just, you know, I, I see it and, and, and try to use that, but uh, yeah, I don't get into the, 
to the Facebook or Twitter war or anything like that. So, okay. Next topic yes. books. Yes. Books this year. Books are always good. You know, Ben, I, I think I might have mentioned this to you. You know, um, I changed jobs this year and the job I moved into lots and lots of training on the front end. So I think I was uh, joking with you before we started uh, recording that um, I had to take quite a few uh, like uh, certification type tests and stuff like so those manuals. I was kind of joking. Yeah, my favorite reading this year were these manuals, which were clearly not fun to read. But no, there's a couple of uh, books, Ben, that uh, that I did read this year that I thought were really good. One. Um, I, I read the complete short stories of Flannery O'Connor. Um, those are, I, I love those. Um, I grew up in Georgia, not far from where she was. And so I love that humor. I love that take. Um, then I read another book uh, called Sylvia Beach and the Lost Generation. Uh, 1920s Paris is a very interesting place and time in history with the amount of people that you and I would know from Ernest Hemingway to uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald and then many, many others and what life was like then. You know, when you when you look at that particular time frame and realize not just those people writing, but a C.S. Lewis, J.R.R. Tolkien, and, and what was going on in the world, that book was really fascinating. Sylvia Beach opened a bookshop called um, Shakespeare and Company. And so pretty fascinating. Uh, maybe something more explicitly um, theological um, or something like that. I read Gentle and Lowly this year, uh, and that was excellent. I know that was a little more uh, on the front lines maybe this time last year, but uh, very, very good. Uh, and then I'm a big fan of Tim Keller and uh, just reading through his books on prayer and forgiveness were excellent as well. What about you? Carl Truman's Strange New World. It's a, a it's a kind of a reduction or a abridged version of his larger work, but talking about uh, how I the world thinks about identity and the sexual revolution and those kind of things. A lot of things that are in the culture and a great book. And also a, a little book I got um, at a conference I went to this year, uh, Meditations on Preaching by Francis uh, James Grimke. Uh, great little book and some good little just quotes and tidbits. It's not really like a, a narrative. It's more just little uh, collections of quotes. Is it a kind of, so not necessarily a how-to no. Okay. It's more his thoughts about preaching and just the thoughts of it. It's more a collection of quotes and paragraphs. But I did read another book on preaching I thought was really good. It's called uh, Small Preaching by uh, Jonathan Pennington. Uh, it's 25 Little Things You Can Do to, Now to Become a Better Preacher. And it, it, it wasn't just like there's all this new information in this book. I've never heard this before. But he just... Real quick, just a little snippet on some just some basic things you can do to improve and how to uh, prepare better and how to deliver sermons better. So I thought it was a helpful little book. It's it not just a little over 100 pages, but it was a real good little book that helped. And I, I don't remember where I got it, and but it was a good one. I don't regret buying it, and I think I'd recommend people read it. Yeah, you know, and that's good. I, I think regardless if you preach every Sunday, if you're just, you know, not preaching every Sunday, stuff like that. It's just a good reminder. Uh, like I said, not new information, but stuff I just needed to hear uh, to, uh, to, to, 
just be better at it. You know, one of the reasons I love reading sort of those fictional literature books is uh, I, I find like my my ability to illustrate sermons really goes way up. You and I had a professor at Central Baptist College named uh, Dr. Ron Mitchell, and I remember him talking about reading those kind of books in addition to your your preaching books and stuff like that for that purpose of building illustrations and, and building real life uh, uh, experiences with that. So Ben, how do you, you know, again, I know we mentioned a lot of books and somebody might be like, I thought y'all didn't read that much this year. Um, we're like everybody else. Sometimes we, it takes a year to read a book. Sometimes we're like, man, I've picked through it. I necessarily didn't just consume the whole thing, but do you have certain reading habits? I think we've, probably hit on this before, but just real briefly, how's that changed or is it? Not really. And it may change here in the, in the near future, kind of just how I approach some of it. I was thinking through some changes I can make in that way uh, this next year. But I, I try to read and I used to, when I was in seminary, especially, I always had a book with me. If I was in the a waiting room or if I was in traffic mm -hmm. and I always had a book and I was pulling out, read a few pages and I got out of that habit and spent more time, you know, on social media or, you know, just talking. And so I was like, I need to get back into carrying a book with me when I'm waiting. That's just there. I can read it. Um, and I'm also, I've, I've changed this year, kind of start and started going into the office a little bit later and I'll spend the morning. I go usually and get some coffee, give a quiet time, spend some time in prayer, send some emails if I need to, but I've also, thinking I'm going to start adding some reading there which just before I get to the office before I get distracted by other stuff because I've always got these books around it's like I want to read some of that and it just never happens so yeah. I'm, I need to be more intentional with it yeah we'll talk about that some more I'm sure but that's kind of my thinking right now for next year let me let me follow up real quickly and again maybe just briefly touch on this uh this is probably the first year I did not do an explicit read through my bible in a year that's always been my favorite bible reading plan is to have read through the Bible this year. I did some things a little bit different. Um, as you get ready for 2023, are, are you taking your same approach to Bible reading? Or you you mentioned, you know, maybe carving some more time out to read in the mornings. Or, are you pretty much going to stay on the same trajectory uh, that way? I think I'll stay on the same trajectory. I'm going to use a different plan, I think, in 2023. I'm going to change translations. I think next year I'm going to go back and do a chronological reading plan. I really enjoyed that a few years ago. I, I know I've talked about that on here. Um, right. But I think I'm going to do that next year in a different translation. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, yeah still a I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm still a few weeks away. Plans. Yeah, that's right. So, got plenty of time. Plenty of time. Well, Ben, favorite things. You mentioned fountain pens. What's uh? What's your favorite ministry tool that, you know, you can do ministry without it, but you just like doing ministry more with it? Well, for me, that'd be the fountain pens. <laughs> I, I knew, yeah. That's why I, I'm kind of lobbing this up here. And listen, you know, I've been to Ben's office where he rolls out this, like, surgeon's, uh, you know, kit. And I'm like, what is this? Are you doing surgery? No, it's my fountain pens. I, I was thinking before we got on to record, I was like, I need to get out my Christmas pins. I haven't done that yet. We've been so busy. And they're like, I've got Christmas cards I need to send. I need to get the right color ink and the right pen before I go this weekend and use some of that. So I've got to go find my Christmas reds to, to right. use this weekend. But, some people have a favorite app. Some people have a favorite electronic tool. 
and Ben's got the favorite fountain pen. But I will say, you've converted me on fountain pens. I've started using hey. them. Now, again, I'm not as uh, involved, but yeah, when I find myself with that one, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can use this. If you find a good one, it's, it's just a better writing experience. But it's a combination of the paper and the pen. If you yeah. have good paper, it makes it better. But I got my favorite inks. I use a few and I go through them regularly. I got a good blue. I found a purple I like this year. I've used it a lot. And the nice. specific green I use a lot this year. But nice. I'm needing to change some colors. Yeah, I'm nerded out on that enough. That's right. That's right. <laughs> what about well, you, Danny? Look, Hobby stuff? Favorite yeah, things this year? You know, I'm a journal person. And so I'm always on the out, uh, lookout for a really good notebook slash journal. Um, I've moved into the journal Bible phase. I just really like, so this year I moved the, from the Moleskine that I've used for many, many years over to, well, I tried two different ones. One uh, is kind of an odd name. It's a French name. Fabrion is what it's called. I really liked it. Um, and then the other I really liked, uh, and, and these are fairly common. Look turn, I think is how. Moisture. So, Loisterm. See, I don't even know how to say it. See, this is one. So I really like it. Good paper, good quality. So for me, I carry that just in my bag all the time because if I, you know, I'm not preaching on a full time basis these days. And so I still have thoughts and ideas of what, uh, you know, maybe different uh, things. So, yeah, a good journal is what I like to have. Another one for you to check out. I got this year. It's a, I haven't used it a lot yet, but it's a, a Baron Fig is the brand. Okay. So it's another good brand to check out. You know, here's here's what's funny. Right across the street from where I work is uh, uh, this coffee shop. And then it's also an art gallery store. And they've got all kinds of pens and papers and stuff like that. I've gotten to know the owner. And she uh, caught me yesterday. I was in the, uh, I was getting something to drink. And she goes, hey, did you see the new fountain pens and journals we brought in? I was like, apparently, you know me too well. Here. So <laughs> it was I was like, so my wife bought me a fountain pen for Christmas. She doesn't know it yet, but uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's little. But that the journal, though, I really enjoy being able to sketch out, especially in church planting. You know, you're kind of constantly sketching out ideas and thoughts and stuff yep. like that. So, so coffee, favorite coffee? Oh man, you know, I'm so since I, I I'm not really uh, a coffee person in terms of like I don't have a coffee pot at home or anything like that. But I like cold brew. I didn't think I would. I just want cold brew with cream. I don't need any sugar in it. And I really, really like it. I don't know what it is about it. I never thought I would, uh, but it's excellent. So how about you? Well, for me, I have a coffee shop I go to a few mornings a week here, and they know what I'm going to get every morning. I just get straight black their brewed coffee, which is a great – they have a great roast. Yeah. Um, but when I'm wanting something else, I have started drinking uh, flat white. It, it's a, to me, it's a – it's the best ratio of espresso to milk and cream and milk. And um, so I, I like it. I like that. Okay. Switch to that. But I, I have to tell you, we brought back when we went to Guatemala this year, a bunch of coffee that is phenomenal. Now you gave me some of that. Yeah. And that's the only time that coffee at my house, I've been just every morning I fixed it. And so I bought a small little like five cup coffee thing <laughs> just for that purpose. So I think in June or July, you yeah. that. Yeah, man, I went through that quickly. So, well, if you come back to yeah. Arkansas, I might have some more for you. <laughs> That's right. Hey, I'll take a bag. Ben, this year, as we kind of get ready to wrap up, 
favorite ministry memory from the year so far? Anything that stands out? I know it's a lot. You guys have done a lot there, continue to do a lot. What What are some favorite things this year? I, I think for us as a, a church, we're launching into a debt reduction year this next year. I think seeing the excitement of our people, not because, hey, we're going to give money, but because of the potential of ministry once we pay off the debt. Uh, and, and I think um, being able to see God's people work through that, we were uh, – we, we took a large offering up without a lot of pressure and pushing. I mean, we did some just advertising and pushing, encouraging people to pray and to give, but not like hardcore pressing like I've seen some churches and even like we've done in the past, but how our people in, in, in a time when the economy is kind of questionable, we'll say it that way, gave the largest offering in the history of our church. Wow. And made huge progress toward paying off the debt. Probably will pay it off early because of that generosity of God's people. I think that was a cool moment, just seeing them give, not just because of the guilt in end up giving, but because of their desire to see us be able to do more ministry. Yeah. I, that was an exciting, cool thing toward the end of the year, actually, this year here. So that's cool. Yeah. What about you? You know, yeah, I hear two things stand out. One, just seeing this core group of church plant uh, come together. You start January with just your family. We're going to end December with about six families. We're moving at a very slow pace. So it's not, you know, we're not busting out of the gate, so to speak. That's been cool. But I got to tell you, Ben, God's given some opportunity this year in sort of a marketplace ministry through where I work, through some community organizations, just to just have some real conversations with folks that are far from the Lord. And so that's been a, a lot of fun just to, to, to kind of see that, that opportunity this year. Very cool. Well, Danny, there's a few of our few favorite things. Yeah. That, yeah, that's right. Um, we'll probably have a few others. Maybe we'll have more next year. You a better know, list. Maybe we didn't even get to talk about our favorite food or movie or sports team, uh, but maybe. So real quick, what was your favorite movie this year? Yeah, you know, I'm going to just, I'm going bandwagon here. Top Gun Maverick was excellent. That was right there. Yep. It was great. Yeah, all right, good. So, it's so, so we're in good. agreement yeah. on that one. I was, that's what I was going to yeah. say. So, all yeah, right. I saw some other ones and I was just underwhelmed by it. Yeah. That, it was a great movie. It was. We're Absolutely. seeing more than once. So, 100%. Yep. Yep. I think it was actually better than the first one in some ways. No, I agree. Yeah. We, uh, Tulsa and I, my wife, we talked about the same thing. So, yep. All right. So we can end that on agreement on our favorite things. I like it. So, all right. Well, Danny, it's good talking with you. Thanks for listening in this week. We hope you will like and follow this podcast wherever you get your podcast that helps others to find it, share it. We appreciate all of you. Hope you have a great Christmas holiday coming up and we'll catch you next time. You've been listening to Chair 2 Leaders. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest updates, and make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to Chair 2 Leaders wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening.